If you have your Bibles this morning, I would like for you to turn to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. We have a lot of things on uh, the YouTube that Zach is uh, taking care of. He's doing a lot of things there, and I, and I give God the praise for that. But I want to speak with you again this morning. We've been talking about the strong man, but I want to talk to you this on the same grounds this morning, just a, a little things that I want to fill in the gap with this morning is about the way we think about ourselves. The way we think about ourselves. And the title of this is this morning, we're still talking about the strong man, but what do you, is your thinking about yourself? Okay? Thinking about yourself. I'm going to give you a scripture here in just a minute, but I, one thing we got to learn how to do is to confess. We've got to learn how to confess. If you want anything, you, you got to do what? You got to confess it. Amen? We got to learn how to confess. If you want to, uh, 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 Daniel was talking about a job. He's fixing to have to leave and go out of town for, for several months right here. And he said he had another job that he didn't know that was going to be this long right here closer to the high, well, in Louisiana. But he took this other one way off a little bit further, you know, different miles and hours. And, uh, but I told him, I said, well, don't worry about it. When you get through with that one, God's already got the other one in plan. You know, so what that is, you got to think ahead, okay? And Daniel made this statement. Now, listen to this right here. He said, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to let everything take its place. Let everything take its course. What you're doing when you say that, you're getting in the mind that God wants you to get in. And what that is, Brother David, is trusting the Lord. And the Lord laid these scriptures on my heart this morning here in Romans 10 chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10 read these this morning with me this morning it says that if you shall confess with your mouth i want you to understand this you got to learn how to confess with your mouth not mama's mouth not with grandma's mouth not with the pastor's mouth but you got to learn how to confess with your mouth you got to learn to rehearse it okay it's kind of like our our grandkids you know uh after a little period of time, you say, don't y'all need to go home? Huh? Javis will be down there sometime, and he gets on a round page. And uh, we say, ain't it time to go home? You know, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking We love him, but he gets on one of those round pages. And what we do, Daniel, we start confessing it's time to get him and go home. That's confession. We love him. Glad to have him back. He's welcome anytime. But what I'm saying, I'm using that as a little illustration. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But sometimes you got to confess. How many just got what I said? Sometimes you got to confess. You got to believe it. Okay? This word says right here that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall what? Be saved. In other words, I got to confess this to be saved, okay? There's the confession that you've got to make on your own to accept the salvation plan that God has made available, okay? All right, now this next one, listen to what verse 10 says. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, okay? With the heart, okay? 
Now listen what the next part of it says. And with the mouth confession is made. What I, I'm trying to lay something out here for you this morning. You got to learn how to confess it. Speak it. Believe it. Mark uh, speaks about if we confess and we say to a mountain, mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and what? And doubt not but believe, brother David, what you say comes to pass. In other words, what you got to do, you got when your confession goes out, you cannot back up on your confession. You got to hold true to it say, hey, it's coming to pass. I say, as Daniel here fixing to leave, he said next Saturday going on this job, he, when he leaves, he's going to tell Mandy, he said, Mandy, I'm leaving, but probably two weeks I'm going to come home. You know, might have a little time or whatever. The way them kind of jobs, he never knows exactly when the days they're going to shut down, give the welders and give the crew a time or whatever to go home. But he says, hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'm coming home. What he's doing, he's confessing, I'm not going to leave forever. Y'all got to get this in your spirit. The confession that you made make comes to pass. It comes to pass. Amen? All right. Now, I want to read you a couple of things here. If, if, you, if you can with me, I want you to go ahead and turn to uh, Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs 23. But while you're turning there this morning, I want to, I want to read you a couple of things here. This is what the Lord gave me to share with you this morning. This is called our goal. This is my goal as a pastor. I want to stir up your spirit and inspire your faith in God's word. I want to stir up your spirit and inspire your faith in God's word. In other words, I want to... I want to talk to you and I want to teach you, Brother David, something that will stir you up, get you excited about this word right here, and you want to get a hold of this word and never let go of it. That's my goal here this morning. I want to, in other words, it's, it's kind of like a, a drug dealer. You know, a drug dealer likes to turn people on. Y'all know? I mean, y'all might not ever fool with that, but I know what I'm talking about. Drug dealers... They like to turn somebody on. In other words, hook somebody up. I'm not using myself as a drug dealer this morning, but I'm using myself as a man of God. I want to hook you up this morning that you can get fixed and you'll never be the same. Y'all get what I'm saying? In other words, I want you to have a connection. Man, I got to connect. Brother David connected me up. You know what I'm saying? Now listen to this next thing that I wrote down here. The fellowship and communion with God that Adam lost in the fall has been restored to us through Jesus Christ. Now it's up, now listen to this part right here. Now it is up to us to develop our spirit so we can enjoy more intimate fellowship with the Father God and operate in his supernatural realm. Ain't that good word? I mean, this here, God wants us to become developed and I cannot develop you I can put the word out there but you have to develop yourself okay 
I mean, we can teach a, a child about how to do things, but he has to learn to do it on his own. Sandra was mentioning something about one of the boys yesterday about a cabinet door or something. He was wanting to get in that cabinet door, and she got the persuader and, and let him know he didn't need to be doing that. And next time, he walked by there, and he just looked at it. What happened, she confessed him, stay out of it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But on these paths that the Lord has given me this morning, we got to learn to develop, okay? We got to learn to, we, in other words, we need to mature a little more. Every one of us in here this morning is, is mature adults. We need to learn and we need to act like mature adults instead of acting like little kids, okay? All right, let's look here this morning at Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23. And verse 7. This is where the Lord gave me this earlier this week about the, this, this message. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Do y'all get that now? For as he thinks or as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now I want to read the rest of this. Eat and drink, says he to you, but his heart is not with you. Now, I, I, I pondered on that numerous of times over and over and over and over trying to figure out exactly how the Lord wanted me to, to move with this. And me and Sister Teresa, she said, get the Passion Bible. And she said, read what it says. Okay. I want to read this in the Passion this morning. Sister Dorothy, you got yours? <laughs> you already read it, hadn't you? <laughs> but now listen what the Passion says right here. We're, we're in Proverbs 23 and 7. Listen what it says. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. He will grudgingly say, go ahead and eat all you want. But in his heart, he resents the fact that he has to pay for your meal. <laughs> now ain't that something? Now come on let's go eat. And I'm on by. But I really don't want to. <laughs> but now you eat all you want. Because I've got to pay for it. Listen to what I'm saying here. But I really don't want to pay for it. But I'm going to pay for it anyway. So what this scripture is saying right here, actually you can go back to James and it talks about a double-minded man. It's what? Unstable in all of his ways. Y'all know what the scripture talks about. But now listen to this right here. We are the strong man. We are no longer beneath we are above why because I just read you something the Lord give me this I want I want this to get in your spirit I want to read this to you again the fellowship and communion with God that Adam lost in the fall has been restored to us through Jesus Christ now listen to this here I want, I want this just keeps going over now it's up to us to develop our spirit okay and a double-minded man James talks about that a double-minded man is unstable in what? All of his ways. 
In other words, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. But this scripture that I just read you right here this morning, it says, for as he thinks within himself. Okay, I want you to understand this this morning. What do you think about yourself? What do you think about the circumstances? What do you think about what's going on in your life? And this is the most important one. What are you going to do about it? It's something to think about. We can, we can come up with all kinds of ideas. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But now, talking about it, you know, my daddy always told me talk was cheap. But when you want something done, what do you do? You start confessing it. You start believing it. I'm going to say this just for instance. If, if you have something and you, uh, I, I shared this a little bit with uh, the, the, the Sunday school this morning, the teaching this morning about mortgages and about bills or, or obligations. If you're ready to get through that obligation, get uh, done away with that obligation, you start confessing it to be paid off. Okay, I'm saying all that to say this. Our debt has already been paid. The, the Adam that, that lost it, the second Adam restored it. Y'all ought to just shout it about that. The second Adam restored it. That's why I wrote this down here this morning about re restoration, restoring. You got to learn to restore yourself. There's a lot of people that can't get over it. They've been hurt. Their situations has happened in their life. And they can't get over it. But I'm here to tell you this morning, you can get over it. You got to learn how to get over it. Okay? Listen to this right here. Ceasing from your own wisdom refers to a course or a path that's not led out by God or the Holy Spirit. It says, now listen to this here. Trust the Lord and let him be your wisdom. See, a lot of people, they, they try to do it within their selves. But now listen, what it's, I just read you this, but I want this to get in your spirit. It says, cease from your own wisdom. Quit trying to do it within yourself. Refer to the course and the path that God has laid out for you. In other words, get in the plan of God. Brother David, how am I going to get in the plan of God? You ask God how to get in the plan. I can give you the plan of salvation, but you have to find the plan of God that he's got for you yourself. I can give you illustrations of how, how men in, in the Bible has fallen and they've come back to God and they've, they've got back into the courts and to the rim that God wanted them to get in. But understand this right here. We, we had read this last Sunday, 3 John verse 2. 3 John verse 2. It says, above all things that you may what? Prosper and be in what? Good health, even as your soul prosper. Now, I want you to understand this right here. God wants the whole man to prosper. Okay? Not just part of you, not just your physical body, not, your, not your, just your finances. He wants your spirit, soul, and body to prosper. Okay? I mean, I'm, I'm taking a little time with this here this morning, but I want you to understand, God wants you to move ahead, move out, 
Get excited. I want to just share something I was reading this past week in the Kenneth Hagin book, and it was one of, one of his older books when he uh, just got into the ministry, and he was talking about how he, when he got saved, he got, a, he got the Spirit of the Lord. He was filled with the Spirit of the Lord, okay? All right, but he wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And he said, well, he, he was a Baptist guy, and when he come and he started talking to some of those Pentecostal folks, they said, well, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, he said, one of them, he said, you, there should be evidence. And he said, evidence? He said, yeah. He said, you need to read about the evidence. So he said he went home that night and he started reading about the evidence of the Holy Ghost. And he said, he got to reading on the evidence and he said, it was speaking in tongues. He said, and I was Baptist. He said, how can a Baptist speak in tongues? Hello? I mean, it, was kind of, it kind of blew his mind. He said, but it was in the Word. And then he, he said he began to pray it out. He said, I wanted to pray this Holy Spirit out. He said, I was filled with the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord. But he said, I wanted the Holy Ghost and the power. And he said he started praying it out. And he said that he was at, a, at, a, at his at a church there one afternoon, a Baptist church, and he was supposed to speak that night. And he said he went down there and he was, he was praying. He was walking in the church and just praying and everything. He said, Lord, he said, I, I just need that Holy Ghost. He said, I just need that Holy Ghost. He said, man, next thing you know, he was just walking, speaking in tongues. He said, and I didn't even know what I was saying. He said, but I, I was doing what the Word told me to do. Listen to what I'm saying. He was confessing what the word said was his. People, nobody's got to just lay hands on you and pray over to you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. You can just get it. It'll just get, it'll just get on, won't it, Amy? Amy, was, wasn't you going to work, going to school or something that morning? They was going to her parents' church, Presbyterian church, and the Lord just filled her with the Holy Spirit, <laughs> just going down the road. But what that was, that was yielded. But understand that, and there's no respect. I mean, let me tell you one thing. It's for whoever, and let me tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you this this morning. Some of y'all are fixing to get it. I'm telling you what, you're fixing to get it. Why? Because this is what the Lord told me. I shared this with Sister Teresa. I know I'm taking a little bit of time and I won't get through. I'll pick this back up, but I want to share this with you. I was praying about this when I started reading this book that uh, Brother John Hagee, and hey, it ain't John Hagee, it's the gospel because he gives chat, he gives verses and everything to back what he's teaching us. And I got to reading on some of this, and he said he began to do what the Holy Spirit told him. How many understand this? When, when you have prayer meeting or prayer night or whatever, People come up and they tell you what's wrong with them and you start praying over them for that disease or that problem or whatever. He said, I was in a traditional thing. I was praying. I wanted the people to tell me what was wrong with them. He said, but the Lord told me it wasn't none of my business what was wrong with them. <laughs> Hello? I'm talking about hearing what God says. And God told him, he said, it ain't none of your business what's wrong with them. He said, you start praying in the spirit. 
And he said his next meeting, he had prayer, and people started coming. And he said people come up and wanted to tell him. He said, I don't need to know what's wrong with you. He said, let's just start praying. And he said, I mean, this was a Baptist church. And he said, I would start praying in the Spirit. And he said, everybody was freaking out. I was praying in the Spirit. Understand this. He wasn't giving a message in tongues. There's a difference. There's a giving a message and an interpreter, but he was praying in the Spirit. And, man, I feel this goosey bumps all over me. But what he learned as a Baptist minister, he learned this. He said, I was praying the mysteries of God. And he said, I did not lay hands on people. He said, people began to get filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And they begin to get healed by me just praying in the Spirit. Kenneth E. Hagin, I can bring you the book. I mean, and hey, he gives he gives verses and everything to back everything what he was talking about. So let me tell you one thing. We need to learn to pray in the Spirit. We need to move in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. How many wants to agree? I mean, we need to move with the anointing. Why? Because let me tell you one thing. I might not know. I know a lot about my wife. We, we think for each other sometimes. We, think, we tell each other what we're thinking. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, when we have our prayer time together, we don't discuss about what we pray. We just start praying in the Spirit. And that blows a lot of people's mind. Well, y'all don't know what you're praying about. We'd pray in what God wants us to pray. Huh? And when we and when we get through, he reveals what we was praying and what we was praying about. He said, now it comes to pass. And he tells us, now, when you pray these things, what I'm saying here, I know I'm taking a little bit of time, but this is a little bit of teaching here. When you get to a place where you can relate to God, that's what I'm talking about, developing developing a relationship with God like you have with your spouse, you have a relationship with your, your husband, your wife, you relate to them. When you get re- learn how to develop the relationship with God, let me say this, Daniel, you can be riding in that welding truck going to Missouri, ain't that where you're going? On up there to Missouri, and Daniel's just talking to the Lord, and let me tell you one thing, the Holy Spirit is able just to move and just to, just to begin to, to turn Daniel loose and say, man, I didn't know that God was with me. And God is with him. Why? Because we pray for the protection that when he leaves, God's always going to be with him. Ain't that joyous? But what I'm saying, and I'm saying, I'm not saying just picking on anybody, but I'm saying the anointing and the yielding to the Spirit develops a relationship. Well, I, I didn't go to church last week, so I'm, I got to go this week and talk to God. You ain't got to go to church to talk to God. Daniel, I've been in a tree stand up on a ladder stand and just talking to God, just start speaking in tongues, just praise, praise the Lord. Man, I'm running all the deer off. It don't matter. Me and God's got something going on. Hey, God's God. He can bring that big buck back by. You know what I'm talking about? But what I'm saying You've got to consecrate yourself to the spirit man. Y'all got to get this. Where he can prosper. God wants us to prosper in the thing. And understand this right here. God wants us to prosper in the things of God instead of so much 
prospering in the things of man. Can I say this right here? And it's already 12 o'clock. Let me, let me say this. I know it's Mother's Day and everything. Let me say this right here. The wisdom of man wants us to succeed in what man can see. The wisdom of God wants us to succeed in eternal things. Understand this. What does the scripture say? Now is laid up for you treasures where? And where? In heaven. Nothing can harm it, but now understand, these things down here, you might inherit a home, but you know what? If you don't keep that home up, it's going to deteriorate. It's going to rot. It's going it's to fall down, Brother David. But what we, our treasures in heaven, let me tell you one thing, it ain't going to deteriorate. It's going to get, it's going to get, I, that southern slang, it's going to get better and better. Amen? Why? Because understand this right here. I mean, this, this. oh, I got so much I want to bring to you this morning. But my time. Let's, let's go back to chapter 4, Proverbs, right quick. I, w- I want to share this, and then I'll close. I, I, it's, it's, this is so good. I'm, I'm going to read you this, and I'm going to come back next Sunday morning, and I'm going to expound on this, because this is so good. You've heard this before, but listen to this here this morning. Proverbs 4, starting in verse 18. By the path of the just is as a shining light that shines more and more unto the perfected day or the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. But now listen to this part right here. My son, attend to my word. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let, not, let them not depart from you, from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are what? Now I want you to get this right here. When your spirit man begins to develop, Y'all got to get this right here. When your spirit man, not your flesh, not your bank account, not how many friends you got, not what kind of job title you have, but when you begin to develop in the Lord, in the spirit man, this is what happens. For out of it are the issues of life. Do y'all get that? You can have life and have it more abundantly. I'm going to come back to this here. But now listen to this here. Put away from your lips, okay, what your confession is, what you say over yourself. Put, listen to what it says. I mean, I'm giving you the word this morning. Put away from, your, from you a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. In other words, that garbage that you have said over the years, get rid of it. Quit saying it over yourself. I'm blessed and highly favored of God. I want to say this right here. I, 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 was, I was thinking of, of some people here not too long ago. They have had a hard time in the past. And a lot of people would just quit, just throw up their hands and say, there's no use. But I look, and people, let me tell you one thing. Everybody can be healed. Listen to me. 
Everybody can be healed. How can they be healed? Remember a couple of weeks ago I shared with you just a little bit about the blood, how it takes the blood to whatever gets cut or, or bone or whatever. It takes the blood to come back before it can get well. We can get hurt. We can get abused. But the blood of Jesus heals. Y'all got to get that in your spirit. Out of, I mean, because this, this is what the word is saying right here. Because it says, right, it, this is so powerful. I, and in verse 23, keep your heart with all this, for out of it are the issues of life. For out of the life that God intended for us is the blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins. It will heal, it will cleanse, it will keep you. I shared with uh, Amy, we had a, a, a thing in their apartment, a, a a luau and a cookout and we just I mean had a good time had the kids got in the pool and we had uh, some things Amy got baptized in the pool and we had me and her we had communion before I did the baptismal and I mean it was it was awesome I mean it was awesome and I was sharing with them that the Lord had laid on my heart about the communion when you receive the, the Bible talks about Jesus told me he said take eat for this is my body in other words, what he was saying, you take this and consume this, and what that does, when you take some food in, it gives you strength, it gives you energy. And what I was sharing with them there and in Amy that day, you know, sometime in, in the future, Amy might have a, a, a bad day, a rough road that she's going down. But understand, she's already consumed life. And out of her are the issues of life. Why? Because, Brother David, she's done took in that body. She's done took in that blood. And let me tell you one thing. When we get hurt, there's all, Daniel, there's already healing took place for us. All we got to do is put, get ourselves to maturity and say, hey, I'm going to overcome this. And what this is, is progress. It's progress. Let me read the rest of this here. Verse 25, let your eyes look right on and let your eyelids look straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. That's for some of us here this morning, that verse 26. Let all your ways be established. Now listen to this, verse 27. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil in other words don't step where you don't need to be in other words what that's saying let me tell you one thing if there was quicksand and you needed to get to the other side and you could go around but it would take a little bit longer brother David but I think I can run and jump over this quicksand how many knows that you're not as young as you used to be? You might not make it. But in your mind you say, but what if I do? But then still in your mind something says, but what if you don't? But what it's, what it's saying, don't put your feet, in other words, don't, listen to this, fear. I'm going to close with this. Don't allow yourself to get where it don't need to be. Does that make sense? Don't allow yourself. Don't, in other words, don't get yourself in that position. 
Don't get yourself in that position. And I'll close with this, talking about the quicksand. I used to own some, two gravel pits. I was over there one day right by myself, and I had a water pump way down away from our gravel setup, and I always had to walk down through the sand, go back down there, and uh, shut the water pump off when we got ready to knock off from work. Sometimes some of them other boys would do it, but one day I was over there working a little bit late by myself, and I was told all of them could go home. I was going to run some gravel by myself. So after I got through working, I was going to go down, Daniel, down through the woods there where them pipe was and the sand, the sift was run out. And I said, I'm going to go down there and turn my pump off. But I, I was kind of like this. I could have went this way, but I said, no, I think I can go. You know, I done, you know, washed a little bit of gravel, and I thought it would be. I got down about, and I had a, a, a 22 rifle in my hand, you know, because there was always moccasins down there. And I started walking down through there, and let me tell you one thing, I fell out of sight. Folks, I was to right here. I had that little 22 rifle, and let me tell you one thing. I wasn't saying, help me, Jesus. I was saying, well, how am I going to get out of here? I was freaking, I mean, I was freaking out. And I'm saying all that to say this right here. Don't allow yourself to get in those kind of positions, okay? But the mercies and the grace of God, I had that 22 rifle, and I started pushing myself with that rifle. Let me. I watched something the other night on quicksand, and I didn't know that. The more you move, the more that you that it puts a suction on you. And I was sitting there, what did I do? Nobody, my radio was on the loader. Daniel, I didn't have no way to call nobody. They knew where I was at, but hey, I could have been gone before they got there. But I, the mercy and the grace of God, I used that 22 rifle to stick down in the sand and get the suction off of the side of my body where I could crawl out. But I'm saying all that to say this. Don't walk. Don't get in the position that you don't need to be in. And can I say this? Watch the crowds. Watch the crowds. Because let me tell you one thing. We're easily persuaded. We're easily persuaded. But I'm here to tell you this morning. I want to come back to this here. Attend to my words. In other words, we got to listen to God's word. Not just hear God's word. I'm going to give you scripture on this. Not just hear God's word, but we got to attend to his word. What does attend mean? Take care of you. And when I attend to that word, that word will do what, Brother Dave? It'll take care of me. In other words, I'm going to listen to the... If I were to listen to my daddy, I wouldn't have got as many whippings as I got. Amen. But I wouldn't. I wanted to do it my way. Lean not into your own understanding. Father, I love you this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the whole word that we have received this morning. Lord, I pray that we, we walk in the path that you want us to walk in, Lord. We will not look to the left or to the right, but, Lord, we will look straight ahead because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, I praise you this morning. I thank you for the word that we have spoken over this, this com community, this congregation. And I honor your word this morning, Lord, because it will not return void. It will accomplish that, and it will be pleasing to you. Bless everyone here, every home represented here today, Lord. Bless it in the mighty name of Jesus, and we pray. Amen and amen. Amen.